Barancourt's radio network is now available on Anchor.fm. You can subscribe to our podcast either through Anchor or one of its many affiliates, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Now, enough of the bullshit. Here's the podcast. Another installment of the Gore Corner, only on RottenCorpseRadio.com and Anchor.fm. Subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Google Podcasts. <laughs> I'm still used to saying the old names. Uh, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and many others. Uh, check Anchor.fm forward slash Radio for more information on where you can find us. And this... Well, today, not this week, because earlier this week, uh, we had a review for another Wolf Cop. Now, today, I'm going to be kind of doing my own review on the newest, well, not the newest, actually. The newest uh, is, I think, only released in Australia, but for us American fans, it's not much of a binge, because it's only like six episodes. Wolf Creek Season 1 is available on Shutter, so go to Shutter.com, uh, subscribe to Shutter. It's only like $4.99 if you pay monthly, uh, $3.99 as an annual. Um, the annual breakdown is available on their website, and it's a pretty cool service. All horror films, plus original content. They have some of their own TV shows. They even have a show. Okay, I'm gonna throw this out there for you. They even have a show streaming on Shutter. That has Glenn from The Walking Dead in it. Okay? <laughs> That's right. Uh, Stephen Young has his own show on their network. Check it out. It's a pretty interesting show. And, you know, I, I gotta say that the ability to watch nothing but horror, especially if you're like a big uh, video watchers fan, especially, you know, you're a fan of older stuff, you're a fan of newer stuff, they've got a good mix of both. And if you just subscribe to them and Screenbox, uh, which is their competitor, you don't ever have to subscribe to Netflix. <laughs> Unless you want to check out some of Netflix's original content, which also was pretty cool. They do a lot of their own original horror, which I'm pretty surprised by. The only thing I'm still waiting for is I am still waiting for all the WWE stuff, like the movies that WWE makes, to end up on their network at some point. as original, you Because know, it's original content for them. And, but right now, I mean, you can actually find uh, their movie, No One Lives, which is weird that they even have that movie. It's a, it's a pretty brutal, uh, like a brutal concept for a film. Even stars, WWE, or former WWE su superstar, um, which I think is, I don't even know if he's on Impact anymore. He was the, the Funkadactyl, also known as Tyrus on uh, Impact Wrestling. Brodish Clay, for, for those who knew him from WWE, the guy they gave the cats music to. Somebody call my mom. Uh, yeah, that was somebody else's music, not his. Uh, that, that belonged to the fucking cat. Ernest the Cat Miller. And, 
yeah, so like Wolf Creek Season 1 is available on there. And like I said, it's only six episodes. And the first season is pretty fucking cool um, as a first season is concerned. Uh, there is a lot to go by, and I'll kind of run through the whole Season 1 as we uh as we get through this and of course like season two for those fans of ours who are in australia um you already have access to that second season which again another six episodes uh, i'm really clamoring to get my hands or to get my eyes uh glued to the second season of that show uh honestly that first season was so was so gruesome that and fun to watch at the same time that i just i, I really want to see more of Mick Taylor, uh, of course, you know, I wanted to see more of Mick Taylor after, uh, Wolf Creek too. so, and after the original Wolf Creek, because I kind of consider, first off, I kind of consider him to be probably one of the, mo one of the most iconic modern day horror villains that there is like you've you've got a lot of different ones you know like you can throw jigsaw into the mix you can throw like you can throw victor crowley in there you know because he's more of a modern horror villain even though he's like a big time throwback but john jarrett's um portrayal of mick taylor like i gotta say mick is mick belongs with that upper echelon of like horror villains you know like the your freddy kruegers and your chuckies your uh michael myers is um, he's he's more he's definitely more of a real character. He's uh, more of that real villain that we're kind of looking for, and uh, I'll kind of go over all that in this episode. So, without any further ado, episode one, Billabong, uh, was directed by Tony T or Tony Tilsey, uh, and written by uh, Peter Goller. Aired originally on may 12th 2016 and so our first episode uh now we get to see the the, the family setting there's uh, an american family kind of uh they're kind of backpacking and just kind of randomly camping throughout australia's uh, northern territory uh the story centers around eve uh who loses her family in a very brutal attack by mick taylor now I mean, from the get-go, we get we get murder right off the bat. So, like, so something's happening, you know, like, the family's just kind of enjoying their little thing. Kid's out swimming in the, you know, in the river, and all of a sudden he gets attacked by a croc. And Mick is there to save the day, like he always does. You know, he always just kind of plays, you know, double sides, which is so good. And he shoots the croc, saves the kid. And while everybody's all just kind of hanging out, enjoying life, uh, the daughter, Eve, um, Apparently she's a um, you know hardcore drug addict. Uh, they had problems with her you know back in the states, and you know she's like super high. They send they they kind of have a fight and they send her you know she goes off, and you know here Mick is he's kind of hanging out with the family and he just starts killing everybody just right off the bat, and <laughs> uh, she manages to kind of get away. He 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 does eventually go go after her last. Uh, chases her down uh she she pretty much gets shot and ends up in the you know as she's trying to cross the river and she pretty much makes it because like mick just kind of assumes she's dead you know he doesn't see her anymore she's kind of crawled away gotten out of uh gotten out of sight 
and of course uh, she is taken you know she's taken to a hospital and uh, then we are introduced to uh, police detective Sullivan Hill who uh, he's basically looking into the whole thing um, checking out her story um, of course her family just disappeared she you know of course uh, is all by herself and she they kind of assume that she's making up the story there you know somebody's even suggesting that possibly she's the one killing everybody and and it's kind of it's kind of fucked up but at the same time you know she does kind of lead them back to she eventually ends up uh, you know getting somebody to go check out the check it out and you're kind of left with the impression that detective hill is has seen this before he's heard about this and you almost think that the the killings of mctaylor are legendary at this point you know cuz he's a mysterious killer who just gets away you know leaves behind no trace nobody knows who he is you know so so that's that'd be episode one episode two um you're gonna laugh at me for trying to pronounce this i'm not even gonna try i think it well i could try it's like cut yuck yuck at you i, I don't even know how to pronounce it. I, I i'm not even gonna try i'm not australian guys so i'm not gonna try that so <laughs> and um Anyway, uh, we're we're back. Uh, of course, this is a different uh, different location. Uh, we're in Western Australia. Uh, basically, uh, Eve kind of checks out of the you know from the police station. She's like kind of um, she's kind of trying to uh, she's trying to make you know make her way. She's in a sense she's hunting Mick Taylor. She's trying to you know kind of elude the cops and trying to get out of everybody's way she eventually ends up getting into a car wreck because uh, she does steal a car in the first episode and she ends up getting or no she uh, i think she buys a car she, she has some money she originally has some money and she ends up getting into this wreck because the person she bought the car from had a bunch of weed in there and, and then she gets in trouble for owning you know having the weed and and of course uh you know, she she actually manages to escape her cell, I and mean, she does it pretty pretty uh, like she's pretty fucking badass right off the gate. You know, I mean, you can see how you know what she has like for physical skills. You know, she's pretty athletic. Of course, you know all the guys are you know kind of poking at her because she's attractive. She's a cute young girl, um, and you know she actually looks like a younger Imogen Poots, and you know Imogen Poots is not like a super old woman at this point. Um, but, you know, she, cause I, th I think she's like in her late twenties, early thirties and, you know, our, uh, you know, Eve, you know, she, she, the, the character, the actress that plays Eve looks a lot like her, um, to a lot of degree and also pretty good on them for, uh, casting an Australian girl to play an American and she pulls off everything really well. She pulls off the accent, the attitude, you would almost assume that, somebody on the writing team who's writing for her is American or has a lot of familiarity with America or, you know, American culture. Cause she, she plays the part so well. I'm just coming from somebody who's American. And I mean, I don't know much about Australian culture. I do have a few friends out there, you know, Adam McBride, if you're hearing me right now, um, shout out to you, my buddy over there in Melbourne. Uh, hopefully you're hearing this right now. Anyway, uh, 
So she manages to get out of her cell, and now at this time, uh, you know, Detective Hill's trying to get her transferred because they have her locked up, and she's trying to get her back into the, their custody, and she kind of gets a little shifty. She ends up in this motel room, and uh, she gets a little weird. Uh, of course, she ends up escaping, ends up in the backyard of some of some biker gang, and uh she finds money and a gun and ends up stealing it and mick taylor because she's making herself known you know she's asking around she's like talking to people she eventually ends up or mick ends up hearing uh that some american girl is looking for him so now he is kind of led on the trail of her um hunting him at this point because she wants revenge you know she she wants vengeance for the death of her family and she's she's gonna let him go um, episode three, Salt Lake. At Salt Lake, uh, South Australia, find E. Gets attacked by a guy named Kevin who uh, had previously assaulted her. Uh, she shoots him in the leg and kind of leaves him on the on the road where Mick eventually ends up picking him up and mutilating the shit out of him. At the face of Madonna Roadhouse, Hill, you know, Taylor, and some other random bikers end up tur turning up and they're all looking for Eve. Every single one of them. Uh, of course, um, she's kind of on the side of the road right now. Uh, she's got a she's got a downed wheel in her in her car, and now I think it's pretty funny when she ends up helping this convict guy. He kind of goes on his own way. Uh, you end up finding some more stuff about him later. Uh, but then Kane, like the leader of the biker group, the guy she actually met in the prison cell or in the jail cell uh, where she escaped. Uh, basically, comes he, he meets up with her instead of just wanting his money and he wants to beat her up or any of this horrible shit. He wants her to be with him. You know, I want you to have my fucking kids. You know, like, and she just she basically just shoots him. I, I think this is kind of a stepping stone for Eve um, in her hunt for McTaylor because you know you can't well, kind of like the the like this one woman she meets earlier. Um, that helps her out, uh, you know, against like uh, some of these guys trying to rough her up. You know, you can't really be, you know, this kind of pansy uh, character in this kind of in this kind of world, especially this part of Australia. It's rough and tough out there, and you know she knows that. So uh, she's this is kind of a stepping stone towards finding her uh, way to take revenge on Mick, and. So she ends up hearing about, uh, you know, she talks to many people, of course, and ends up hearing that he's driving to Obelville, um, and so she's deciding to go there as well. And then episode four ends up in Opalville, um, that's the name of the episode. And Taylor's not there, you know, Mick's not there, you know, but he did kill a couple tourists looking for her van. Because uh, he ended up uh, seeing a van that was, like, driving by. It's the same description of the van that she was driving. He ends up fucking just slugging a few in their head. Uh, kills them. And she eventually kind of, uh, you know, at, you know, on her hunt, she's looking around. And Eve ends up following up a case um, that's that happens in town. Um, she's... Or she's posing as a journalist and stuff, and she's uh, she she claims she's looking for this girl named Holly Wells, and of course she wants to speak to the parents and everything, and um, and ultimately she discovers that the girl was killed uh, by her own father, and 
pretty fucked up if you think about it. And of course, uh, Eve, uh, you know, Eve ends up uh, in his clutches and ends up, you know, having to escape. Uh, of course, she was also uh, like she was also bit by a venomous snake while she was in the while she was in his cave, and she ends up getting saved by uh, by an Aboriginal man. Um, and of course, this guy uh, he kind of teaches her um, to use a certain kind of spear. It's kind of like a spear throwing thing, and then she already has like experience with um you know with javelin throws so you know from when you know from her being in school back in the states so this is kind of a you know this is kind of a you know kind of another method another way she can kind of you know use you know just something she can use against mick and then that heads us uh, to episode five which is rome uh in episode five of course uh Eve takes a job at a strip club <laughs> in the town of Rome, um, where it's a place that uh, Mick Taylor actually frequents, and she's just kind of looking for him. She's asking other girls to kind of look out for him too, you know, because I guess he was, you know, she kind of claimed that he was stalking her, and you know, she's not too far off base, and uh, you know, she she kind of does end up uh, running into him. Uh, but, and then eventually, like, uh, but unfortunately, uh, Detective Hill ends up catching up with her again, and, um, they decide to work together to try to take out Mick, because, you know, like, at first he was kind of just being the cop, you know, like, pretending like, oh, yeah, I don't really know what's going on, all this bullshit, and then he eventually has to take her side, because, he needs, you know, he knows that this guy is, like, unfindable. You know, he knows that, you know, this guy is, like, you know, he's tough to kill. You know, he's t nobody knows who he is. And she even gets, she manages to even tr track him down. And she takes down his plates. Of course, he saw her fucking following him. She put herself at some extreme risk, you know. Because, like, the thing is, is Mick's an experienced hunter. You know, she can't think for a second. She really stands a chance against him. She can't really think that, but, you know, she'll do anything. She's desperate at this point. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> so basically, uh, Eve ends up talking to a guy uh, named Jesus, um, also goes by the name Ben. He had been one of the few who have escaped Mick Taylor, and, of course, uh, Mick does end up turning up over at the Rome. Um, he ends up uh, stabbing Detective Hill and abducts him. And then uh, Eve's kind of got to go. And, you know, she had already kind of set up some, some kind of trap for him at the graveyard. And, of course, she's met by the biker gang uh, from, the city, from that town I can't pronounce. Um, and they're basically looking for... Uh, they're basically looking for revenge um, for Kane's death. And they know it was her. I mean, he was tracking her down. I mean, that. They knew they knew she had something to do with him. So anyway, she ends up uh, having a gunfight with them and is ultimately saved by the uh, now one one-handed uh, uh, escaped convict that she helped out uh, John, by the name of Johnny. And you know, of course, uh, they kind of they kind of fall for each other for a little bit, and then she kind of 
eventually, um, she's, you know, after sleeping, she realizes that, uh, all of her guns are gone and Jenny, Johnny's not there. And he, she basically follows a trail of body or a trail of body parts to find his head kind of as a mantle, uh, just kind of waiting for him with a little scrapbook that kind of gives you a little insight on, on mixed life. And that, and that's all leading into episode six is where she ends up finding his head. And, um, episode six is titled Wolf Creek. Of course they, you know, they, they give you this. I don't even know if they knew there was going to be a, a second season or not, but you have to know at this point, you know, she eventually has this battle with Mick ultimately ends up or seemingly she kills him because um, he does eventually track her down um, and he is holding uh, you know he is holding Detective Hill hostage and she basically she tries to save everybody unfortunately, unfortunately she can't save Hill um, but she does kind of burn down mix you know mix hideout and seemingly kills him um, unfortunately, the end of the episode kind of leads you with, no, she didn't. You know, he pretty much got away. and But he also, but she, but she also got away. And she's uh, head, heading back to her former room. Like when she was working at the Rome, uh, she was shacking up this girl that she worked with. And she's heading over to, uh, to Perth to her wedding. Now... If she's going to meet Mick there with a big giant bloodbath uh, waiting for her in season two, who knows? Uh, you can go forward and check. I'm not going to spoil this season for myself. This is probably one I've been waiting for for a little bit. So we're going to definitely wait it out. And we are out of time. So uh, subscribe to, to our uh, podcast feed as well as uh, check us out on social media, Facebook and Twitter. Also Tumblr at Rotten Corpse Radio or Rotten Corpse ENT where it applies. Um, actually, our Tumblr is is the uh, the Gore Corner. It's actually this same. It's the it's the Tumblr page for this same blog. So, and the same podcast. So, uh, definitely check us out all over the place. And for all things disturbing and otherwise, RottenCorpseRadio.com is where you can find everything that we do. And have a pleasant evening. Or daytime, depending when you're listening to this. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Come on. This has been Rotten Corpse Radio.